Get Up Nation. My name is Ben Biddick. I am the creator and host of the Get Up Nation podcast, where I serve individuals, organizations, and societies to develop and sustain resilience and perseverance. I'm the co-author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance with former Major League Baseball player Adam Greenberg. The Get Up Nation podcast is brought to you in partnership with GotYour6Coffee.com, where Navy veteran Eric Hadley is committed to serving first responders, veterans, and their families through a variety of nonprofit organizations. No stranger to adversity, Eric has fused necessity of coffee with his passion for public service. You're already purchasing coffee. Why not empower your coffee with purpose? Why not purchase coffee that not only has your six, but also has the backs of those who don a uniform of service for our communities and great country. Learn more about Eric and his freshly roasted award-winning coffee at gotyoursixcoffee.com. Recently, I had the honor and privilege of speaking with Hannah Hermanson. Hannah is the founder of Dream Life is Real Life copywriting agency featured in Forbes. She's also the host of the Dream Life is Real Life podcast. She's certified through Jack Canfield's success coaching program, is a certified international business coach with Coach Training Academy, a Forbes Coach Council member, and a registered yoga teacher. It's my honor to bring to Get Up Nation, Hannah Hermanson. Hannah, welcome to the show. Thank you. I love the accent is so heartwarming to me. I have to tell you, I always just feel at home when, when I get to talk to a Midwesterner. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, so first off, let's share where you currently live and work. Yeah, I'm in Sacramento, California right now. Excellent. All right. So let's go into your personal journey a little bit. Uh, you worked at the University of Wisconsin, but made a transition west. Will you share what led to this transition and the challenges you faced along the way? Yeah. So you mentioned in the intro, kind of have this grab bag of things. You know, I'm a yoga teacher and a coach, but my first um, endeavor into the workforce was being an academic advisor. And it led me to my alma mater, UW in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, and it was I, what I thought was my dream job. I've always been very interested in like helping people set goals and then go make it happen. So when I had the opportunity to sit with young, bright eyed undergraduates and say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they would tell me, and then I would hand them a, a list, literally a sheet of paper with like 40 options. And I was like, well, you have to pick one of these majors. Um, it, it became redundant, and um, I also realized I wasn't as um, in love with my cubicle as I thought I was when I started. Um, so I started just experimenting outside of my nine to five. I did become a certified yoga teacher, and then that led me to you know interact with folks who were building a startup in Madison, Wisconsin. It's called Breathe for Change. They're still operating and they were, they are helping school teachers learn how to bring yoga and mindfulness into their classrooms. And then I was like, oh wait, no, that's my dream job. Actually, that's what I want to be when I grow up. Um, and so in helping this startup grow, I was offered a full-time position with them. Dream job, right? Yes, I will take it. I will quit my cubicle tomorrow, which I did. And then <laughs> later decided to tell my family and everyone else that, you know, I quit my job. Oh, and the position is in San Francisco, California. <laughs> so it was a whirlwind um, that was kind of a long time coming in some ways. But yeah, it was the um, culmination of doing some exploration outside of the nine to five and then networking and then saying yes to a big, scary new opportunity that um, kind of launched me into this era that I'm in right now. 
Excellent. So you're facing these challenges as you went out there. I mean, a completely different location, miles and miles away from support. Um, right. You know, is it accurate to say that you let these challenges direct you into personal growth? Uh, will you share how you prevented yourself in those challenging times from devolving into things like anger, bitterness, cynicism, or shame, or other emotions that would have kept you stuck from moving forward? Well, let's get to the real challenge here. Okay, moving was one thing. A new city, the most expensive city in the U.S. at the time, that was one thing. Um, but what happened three weeks after I got out to California was that the startup told me, never mind, we're not going to move forward with your position. Okay, so I went through the, the challenge of, you know, breaking away from the only place I had ever lived, small town, Wisconsin, everyone I knew, everything I knew was there, and then coming out here and literally having the rug pulled out from underneath me. Um, I have a really vivid memory of sitting in this tiny apartment, okay, do you know San Francisco, it is not spacious at all, um, sitting in this tiny apartment with five red Rubbermaid bins that I had, you know, put my life into. And deciding like, do I unpack these? Hmm. No one knows I just got fired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I've just done a lot of work to get here. Um, so do I unpack? Do I go back? What is my next move? Right. Um, and what I went to was personal development, like you said. So as a yoga teacher, you know, there's a lot of mindfulness and movement that, that helped me through it, but it was also um, identifying mentors that were in the place that I wanted to be. So that had gotten me to, you know, working with people who were in this, like these dream jobs had gotten me other places. So I decided, okay, I don't want to recreate what I was doing before. So I don't want to go back. I don't want to rely on the old tools or systems or mentors. I need to look to where I want to be. Um, and so I started to identify people, thank goodness for social media, because I didn't know anyone in the area, but I started to identify people who were teaching yoga, um, leading community classes, being life coaches, and almost like um, informationally interviewing them about how they got to where they were. And that was really the portal that helped me look at that challenge as an opportunity rather than you know, sit in a victim mindset, like, oh, poor me, I'm here. And now I don't have a job and I'm all alone. But like, what space, what can I use with this space that I've been given? I see. And yeah, and you write on your website, dreamlifeisreallife.com. I'm sharing my story to not only inspire you to believe in your own dream life, but to help you see where that we are not all that different. Different. Once I found the keys to success, I made it my mission to share them with other inspired go-getters like you. So what I love about hearing and sharing journeys of resilience on this show, on the Get Up Nation show, is that I get to catch glimpses of people as they faced being tested and they rose to their challenges and it creates powerful outcomes like you. You had an opportunity in that moment. What do I do with this? I have these bins in front of me. You know, what am I doing with this? And now look at, I mean, now you've worked with people all over the world. Um, you're, you're living a kind of life that, that was not a regression. You, it's, you, you were bold and courageous enough to continue forward. And it, it's created, you know, un, un, like un, the amount of impact and positive impact. I don't know, even know if it can be calculated because of look at what you're doing today. And you're not, and I don't know what your age is currently, but just the life that you have ahead of you is it's just tremendous. You've challenged a lot of, uh, you're living in a way where you're going to get it. You're making your dream life a reality and you're helping other people do that. So it, will you share a little bit about how you made that transition, how you not only found how to do it for yourself, but then you realized you had keys to give to other people 
and then it leads yeah. to a profound service. How do you, and then it, it even adds more to your adversity to say, well, it wasn't all for nothing. Look at yeah. what it's generating. And so mm -hmm. will you share a little bit about how you navigated that and got to the point where now you're serving others in this way? Yeah, in these conversations I was having with people who were living the dream life, right? They were they were in this place that I saw myself wanting to be. They had their own businesses. Um, they were making a big impact. They were working remotely. They were buying houses. You know, they were like doing yeah. things that I saw myself doing in the future. And one of them told me something that has stuck with me um, and really informed a lot of my decisions since that time. And he told me, um, Hannah, once you help enough other people get what they want, you will get what you want. Mm -hmm. And I've really kind of clung on to that or thought about that, right? Um, because when we think about entrepreneurship or building your own business, like every, every business is a relationship business. Right. You don't have... You, you don't have anything unless you have people coming to you, unless you have customers that have a need that you can help. And then, you know, it's, it's very different than the nine to five mentality that I had for a while that was like, well, if I show up and do the work, then I'll get paid and then I'll save enough money and blah, blah, blah. But when I didn't have that security net or that um, system in place anymore, I realized that I couldn't just focus on myself. You know, I had to take those few months of like personal development, reflection, networking, but the, um, the impetus for growth and the shift and the real dream life creation was when I decided to quit focusing on myself and start focusing on what needs are in the world that I have the tools to solve. Nice. And anyone can do this. You know, when people ask me, what do I need to start a business or be an entrepreneur? It's like, you have to be willing to share your gifts because mm -hmm. we all have them. It's about identifying them and then the people that you, that need it, right? And connecting, connecting with them. Absolutely. I love that. And how, how valuable was that mindfulness that you had? I mean, as a, as a foundational, you know, as you were making that progression, how powerful that is to have that mindfulness based, um, you know, part of your, of, of your foundation to say, you know, anxiety is in the, anxiety is about a future that isn't here yet. You know, the past yeah. is gone. I'm in the present moment. It helps you to truly see what's present in that moment. It helps you yeah. to see the opportunities are there instead of like ruminating, dwelling, or focusing on what you don't have. Oh, I do that too, Ben. Like, let's be real. <laughs> that is there. That is real. But yeah. what I've learned through experience is that um, action is my best antidote antidote to anxiety. Right. Action beats anxiety every day. Because, like you said, I I could have sat in that room with my bins. I could sit here every day by myself and think about what if, why not, who am I? Mm -hmm. But it's when you're in that action and that curiosity of like, who needs me? Where could I be of value? Um, right. And that doesn't you you can't figure that out up here. You got to get out of your own head. That's right. That's excellent. And so that brings us to to a challenge right now. We're talking about COVID nineteen. We're socially distanced. Yeah more people, there's, there's challenges in it, but there's also a lot of really good people are kind of, some of the people that I've talked to are really enjoying having maybe some more time for introspection, for personal development. Um, during COVID-19, when people are being afforded more time and opportunities for intros introspection, this is an optimal time to engage with a coach. Would you agree to help people shape their lives into more of what they want to be? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is similar to my challenge of, okay, having the rug pulled out of me, I don't have a job, right? Like a lot of us are, you know, seeing this space. Yeah. And Ben, you're probably seeing in the people you get to talk to that um, the folks that are 
going to thrive or going to make a change, who are going to come out better in some way, are the ones who are willing to see this as an opportunity. Um, instead of the victim and the blaming and the waiting for the government to buy us out and get a magic wand and fix everything. Like we've got to, you know, accept that it's messy perhaps. Um, but if, if you do want to improve your life, like finding someone who is where you want to be again, like you said, a mentorship or coaching, because I agree with you. And I think, I think you're, you're alluding to this, but now is the best time that I have ever seen for people to make a massive change in their life, to start something new. People are more receptive to, um, you know, even just the way we go to restaurants now, like we're using apps and delivery and touchless this, and there's so much being created. And so if we can let go of what 2019 and every, you know, the life was before that and start to think, how can we innovate? How can I change? How can I pivot and evolve? Um, then yeah, people, People who are interested in that conversation if you want to speed up that process talk to someone who's done it who's doing it who's you know maybe a few steps ahead of you excellent i love that and how many and and we're taking that time to have those conversations with the people that matter most to us our our social energy we don't have time to or or the opportunities to or to to necessarily um get out unless we're strategic about it and intentional about it but largely people are gravitating more to their inner circle at this time and then what are those, that's an, those conversations that you're having? What's frustrating you? What's frustrating your friends? What's frustrating the people in your community? And like you said, that becomes an opportunity. The light bulb goes off. I Tell can, their problem. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I love that. How like, well, I'm not, I don't need the government to do it for me. I can do it. Yes. <laughs> this is the seed of all entrepreneurship, right? It's about identifying a problem, like I said, and then how do your skills align with that? And there are so many problems, right? <laughs> we should see that it's a really great thing for some of us right now who are willing to be creative and rise to, to the times. Absolutely. Love it. Now you've worked with entrepreneurs all over the world. You worked at large companies, startups, solopreneurs. Uh, you help quote, build brands that earn them freedom and take their income to the next level. You, your input and collaboration helps companies recenter refocus, and finally live up to the successes they know they can achieve. How satisfying is that for you to help people make what they've dreamed of a reality? Yeah. You know, people will do that on their own, Ben, right? Like I, I get satisfied when I see, um, you know, my high school friends on Instagram, like getting their next job. Like I know we can all figure it out on our own. For me, I love speeding up the process because there have been things in my own life, like, you know, before or honestly, what inspired me to get into yoga was that I was very wrapped up in an eating disorder for several years. And I struggled through that on my own. And I always think about that era, my era there is like, if I had had someone, it would have taken me maybe six months instead of six years to figure out. And I'm not going to live in regret, but again, if we can speed up your success, get you more of the, you know, mental stability, that's what I needed in that time, or get you more of the business system so that you can reach more people more quickly. Um, that's what excites me. I've always been the type that's, you know, on the treadmill, going a mile a minute onto the next thing all of the time. And instead of feeling bad about that, I now use that as a strength to show other people how they can speed up. And there are things that I've learned, I've messed up on, <laughs> I've, I've had to kind of fumble through that I can save people from fumbling through now and show them that shortcut. Um, because I truly believe that when we are living 
in abundance, happiness, doing what we love, impacting, again, if when we're impacting more people, like the world just functions so much better, right? Instead of us being in the struggle, scarcity, I guess I got to fight through this. Um, and so that's really what lights me up. It's like, man, if, I, if we can just keep speeding people up to that next level of themselves, they get to help more people. And then there's a ripple effect. Um, so that's what excites me. Yeah, that's excellent. Um, so let's talk about a person who's listening to this right now. Okay, they're craving a change in their circumstances. They don't know what they need to do, but they just know something needs to change. Now, we're certainly not offering medical advice or mental health advice right now, but you know, if they need to access appropriate services, they should do that. But for the person who wants to get to the point that they're living a life that is more satisfying and more healthy, where can they begin? Yeah, so the first thing is you have to feel it before you can see it, okay? So the very first thing you can start doing is to just start choosing better feeling feelings. You literally have the choice right now with COVID to be sad and angry and a victim, or like we talked about, to be an opportunist, to be looking around at how great it is that we have problems. Um, and so on the daily, on the like micro level, start to challenge yourself to just go look for more good things. Nice. Reprogram your brain to be looking in a pot with positive lenses rather than negative. Uh, because if we focus on all the things we don't want, we're just that, you know, um, we keep recreating that, you know, you, you can do all sorts of experiments and studying around this. Um, but the first thing is to just start priming yourself to choose better feeling thoughts because it's an upward spiral at that point. You know, when you start your day with gratitude, you find more things to be grateful for in the day. And, I'm a yoga teacher, so call me woo-woo. Um, but at the end of the day, science tells us that everything is a vibration. And so if you can raise your vibration to be higher, more positive, more grateful, more excited, um, you will start to see where you want to go, right? Um, and you got to feel it. You got to feel that excitement even before you can see it. So that's the, the micro baby thing to do. Um, but then I know it's hard to not see where you're going all of the time. So one of my um, things that I write about all the time on my website, I have a book coming out next year that's all about visualization. And so taking a look at what is it that you want to create? And you, you can't look at your neighbor. You can't look at your backyard. You need to go like I did to the people who are somewhere different, who are where you want to be maybe in 50 years, right? But start future pacing yourself and bring those images into your environment you know a vision board are you familiar with these do you talk about these yeah do you have yeah. one behind you you can show me <laughs> um, yeah but this is exactly what i did you know after i unpacked those five rubber made bins is i took um, google images of places i wanted to visit and i took pictures of other coaches who were speaking on stages and i took a forbes logo well, um, logo and put this on my vision board and I just had it in my environment so that I could remember where I was going. Um, and that's another energy that helps you think, how am I going to get there? And as you keep choosing thoughts on that path, um, it's interesting, the ideas that you can come up with to Absolutely. get you there. Absolutely. Will you share one barrier that your clients commonly experience when it comes to that financial abundance? Themselves. 100%. It is the thoughts that they think and the beliefs that they've held on to. So the biggest challenge by far is mindset. And it's tricky because beliefs are just thoughts that we've thought over and over and over. But 
most of the time aren't true. So as much as I talk about marketing and copywriting and how to, you know, get your strategy out into the world, I do way more conversations around the mindset behind that because it's hard to put yourself out there if you have some belief that you're not worthy. Right. And that's absolutely the biggest thing holding people back. They've decided somewhere along the way that they're not good enough, pretty enough, old enough, smart enough, rich enough, um, you know, whether people, you know, gave them feedback at some time and they decided that was their, their truth. So, um, there's a lot of tools around this, but I think it's coming back to the like micro of just starting to choose your thoughts. It will come up. Like if you decide to do something like a vision board, there will be something that makes you hesitate, whether it's like, I don't have time for that. Or why would I do that? And that's your opportunity to get curious. You know, why, why are you holding yourself back from a vision board? Like go get the Oprah magazine, clip it up, put it on your wall. Like, what is the harm in doing that? Um, So to answer your question, it's definitely some belief that they're not worthy or good enough for it. Let's see. Excellent. And for those who want to develop increased personal resilience, what insight from your perspective jumps to the surface when I say that word resilience and how do you help your clients not only make breakthroughs, but sustain them over time? Yeah. You've got to surround yourself when we, when I talk about this, like vibration, right? Like, you've got to surround yourself with people who are on a similar upward spiral, right? So I love Wisconsin. I will, I go, I was just there last week. Like I, they are my people. I zoom with them all the time. Um, But in order for me to create what I want in California or other aspects of my life, like I have to have different conversations than, you know, someone who just like, like does nine to five and like mows the lawn and like that's their happy. Like I had to surround myself with people who had a, a similar vision or goal that I did because it's interesting. I even noticed in myself when I talk to like friends that I've known for decades and decades and like aren't into entrepreneurship, like my mind starts to get kind of twisted too. Like, man, why am I working so much? Man, why do I love my laptop so much? Right. But I have to remember the why and that mission I'm on and that purpose and, and the place that I'm going. So it's definitely about surrounding yourself with other resilient people, people who have big goals, um, who continue to lift you up instead of pull you down. Excellent. Excellent. Is there anything else, uh, before we get into the final portion of the show, is there anything else you'd like to share with GetUp Nation, which is a community of people who are resilient, who are committed to creating positive legacies of positive and profoundly powerful uh, impact? Anything you'd like to say to them right now? Yeah, I've alluded to this a little bit, but I just want to remind everyone listening that there is a reason you're here. Okay. And like there, maybe, you know, Ben has this podcast or, um, you know, he wrote a book or Hannah has a, this thing or whatever, like we are all on unique journeys and I know there is more than enough to go around for all of us. And so when we take a look at these goals, like I said, these things come up, like they did it, or there's competition or it's going to be too hard. Um, and you get to choose every day to be on your path and to blaze a trail because we need that. Like you are unique and different and a special snowflake um, and no one can do the things that you do. So the way you do it, right? So look at your strengths, own them and ask yourself over and over, where can I put these to use? Where can I be of service? Excellent. And I love that. And that's not a selfish thing. That's not a negative thing to do that, to assert yourself, to recognize that you are 
beautiful to recognize that you are intelligent, that you have things to offer. There are people suffering who need you to step up. And it's more of a, in my opinion, it's more of an arrogance or a negative thing to not put yourself out there because you're denying us the beauty of, of who you are, the gifts that you have to offer. And when yeah. you do that, it's a healthy thing. It's actually more humble uh, to put yourself out there, get into the arena and offer yourself to all of us because we all need a better life is my opinion. So well put. Agreed hundred percent. All right. All right, Hannah, it's been great having you on the show. You're getting me all fired up here um, and getting motivated to make my, to the things that I've been dreaming of uh, to make them come true. And um, I always end this show though with six quick questions to help my listeners understand the why within my phenomenal guests. Will you run through these six quick questions with me? Let's do it. Yes. All right. Who are you thankful for today? I'm super thankful for my parents. Uh, I mentioned we just visited them out there and they, um, they, they challenge me, right? So like they've always um, expected a lot of me and they also demand that I am clear on who I am and living in integrity. Excellent. And now that we've covered who you're thankful for today, what are you thankful for today? Thankful for freedom to be able to create and say and do and be who I want to be. Amazing. How do you fuel the fire within you? Coffee, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> coffee, you know, taking care of myself, right? So health and those types of things. But the biggest thing that like really fuels my inspiration or my going forward is quiet time, meditation, um, going inward. Excellent. What is one thing adversity taught you to value? My strengths, right? So challenges are always that um, opportunity to rise up. And it's, um, you know, in my few decades on this planet, I've, I've had a lot of opportunities to prove how strong I am. Love that. What are you doing today you may have never thought you could? What am I doing today? I could have never thought I could. Um, that is a great question. And I would actually say that being married. <laughs> so I, I was never going to like get married. I was always very like determined, like I could do anything. I could run a business. I could be the first female president. Like I had all of these thoughts as a young person, but I never thought that I would have the balance of like ambition with lifestyle and like building, you know, days off in like a relationship and cooperating. Um, so I guess, you know, over the last few years, I've become more, you know, trusting of my ability to do that. Um, but that's what came to mind. Wow. <laughs> Partnership. <laughs> and what will you do tomorrow that you may have never thought you could? <sighs> tomorrow I will... I think, oh man, geez, geez, geez. So it's Saturday tomorrow. Um, and we always like go on some like adventure or something. And I think just being in California, right? Like a state that's so different than where, not so different, but just like, I remember watching Clueless in middle school and seeing them like in convertibles and like then in high school, the hills, I thought it was just this foreign land that I would never be able to like be a part of because they're just more, more whatever than what I thought I was. So I guess it's going to be, um, yeah, enjoying that I live in the state of California. Excellent. 
All right, Hannah, how can people learn more about you and your amazing work? Uh, yeah, definitely check out dreamlifeisreallife.com. I'm also a big fan of the Instagram. If you're over there, I am uh, Hannah Hermanson with a little underscore. There are only two H's in that entire thing, but um, I'm on there a lot and I do actually have real conversations with folks on, on those platforms. So yeah, find me on the internet and we can continue this conversation. Excellent. 